What is up guys and welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. You're chilling with your host Dylan today and I'm just at uh, Pomona Park in Fruitport just watching the water. Uh, there's a nice little lake over here. Um, yeah, just trying not to get blown away by the wind. There's been some like crazy, crazy winds going on lately. Um, it's pretty crazy to me. Like I'm looking at a porta potty that's just knocked over. There's tree branches everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. But at least nobody has to rake their yard anymore because all the leaves are gone. And it's kind of crazy because it's like halfway through December and there's like no snow. Like it's snowed a couple times, but it's like, uh, I think it's going to be a green Christmas. And who knows, dude, like in my mind, I've just, you know, I don't like the cold in the van. So I've just been, whenever I think about my van, I just think of it being like, you know, comfortable temperature and, um, you know, in my world, I've, I'm convinced that I'm manifesting it, um, say what you will, I don't care, I know what I'm doing, so, yeah, um, I had a couple manifestation successes, uh, it was interesting because I just had, I remember having just a passing thought about arcade machines and just like arcades in general and I kind of just like imagined myself like playing on on an arcade machine um and I think this started because I was at the mall and I there's a store in there that has like comic books and stuff and they got arcade machines in there and I was just like hmm it would be fun to play one of those and what do you know dude like I walk into work last week tuesday and there's a we have an arcade machine in the break room now and you know call it coincidence call it whatever you want but i know what i did i see the connection there i don't have to prove that to anybody i know what happened and uh yeah that's pretty interesting and then i want it like the thing is like i know this manifestation stuff is real because i have done it over and over but like there's always this old part of me that wants to stay alive that says like oh no that's like you're just tricking yourself but you know how could it be if i have all of these like coincidences over and over and over and over you know it's not a coincidence if it keeps happening like that is literally evidence of my claim and um so you know i do i just do little tests with it here and there and uh so i think it was two days ago or yesterday i can't really remember i was like i'm just gonna what's my favorite food i you know i picked spaghetti spaghetti isn't like my favorite food but it's up there um and i just like imagined the smell of like spaghetti and I just imagined like that I was actually smelling this spaghetti and today we have a party 
at work, a Christmas party, and there's food there. And what do you, the first thing, like I didn't even know what food was being served. Nobody said anything. I didn't ask. And uh, I smell pasta. I smell spaghetti. And sure enough, I go up, spaghetti. And I there I was eating the spaghetti that I had in my imagination not even that long before. And, uh, yeah, it, it, I don't know, like, when that happens, it's just like, the spaghetti is good, but the fact that I just, like, saw, like, I know what I did, and I know how this event, you know, brought itself in, in my world, and, you know, I wasn't expecting to be eating spaghetti at work, I didn't set any expectations I just said I smell spaghetti and you know I didn't I didn't think of where or when or how this was going to come into my world I just knew that it was I knew that when I smelled that spaghetti I was actually smelling it not physically but in spirit it touched me in spirit and wherever you are in spirit, there you are in the world as well. And it was just so interesting. And um, I had another thing yesterday. Uh, I was, I had some, uh, not bills, but just some expenses that I had to pay. And uh, I was kind of running low on gas, but I didn't have any money. And I could have sat there and stressed about how I didn't have money. I could have, uh, you know, got all upset and pissed about it and sad and low. But I was like, hold up. Like, you know, that's what I did at first. But I was like, hold on. That's the old me. That's not the new me anymore. That's not that's not me anymore. Everything goes my way all the time. And that's all I did. When I noticed that I needed gas, I was just like, I don't know how, but everything is working out for me. And... Last night I was I was sleeping in the van. I uh you know, I had to work the next day and I was going to sleep and all of a sudden, you know, it's like 12:30 at night. I'm sound asleep and I hear this car honking at me. I didn't know it was honking at me. I I thought it was just someone in the parking lot honking at someone else. I was like, "Oh, whatever. I'll go back to sleep." And I kept hearing this car honking, and I was like, okay, they're honking at me. Like, this is, it sounds really close. And I look out the window, there's a car parked right next to me. And uh, it was my dad in his in his car, and he was just coming to, you know, like, check up on me or whatever. Because I guess he does that now. Um, and it was kind of interesting, too, because, you know, I, I've been you know, getting myself on good mental terms with everybody in my life, like, you know, because I know that it has an effect now. I know that my attitude towards the things in my life change how they are toward me. And, you know, my dad, he's he's gone to prison so many times I can't even count. And he's, you know, always been in and out of jail and just, you know, not very present in my life. But, you know, I realized that the whole time, you know, I was kind of just condemning him. I was like, 
uh, he ain't good for nothing. He's just going to be going back to jail. I didn't have faith in him, and I didn't, you know, I assumed the worst out of him. But I started to, you know, I don't want my, you know, I don't care what my dad has done. I don't care what anybody has done. Nobody deserves to be, you know, put down like that just because of, you know, what they've done. That's not them. That's that's a state that that person has fallen into. That's not the person. Their actions are not them. It's a product of them. And, you know, he... He doesn't know what he's doing, you know? Honestly, if somebody's acting out of line, they just aren't conscious of what they're doing. They're asleep. They are sound asleep. Yeah, they appear like they're awake, but spiritually, they're asleep. And they don't know why these things are happening. And, you know, instead of acting, they react and cause the same circumstances in their life. And so... I started seeing him just more positively, you know, I start, whenever I think of him, instead of thinking of him as, you know, oh, he's probably going to be going back to jail, I'm like, he's doing good, he's doing good, and I keep, I keep reinforcing that belief, and, you know, it's like every time he comes to my mind, and I say that he's doing good, you know, he shows up. And this happens with all kinds of people, dude. I think of them, I think of, you know, just... I claim something about them in relation to me. And then I find evidence for it later in my world. And, um... So, yeah, he showed up. And, you know, he... I I was sleepy. I opened the door. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? And, uh, he's just like, hey, you need anything? And... You know, I I was like, you know, I'm actually pretty low on gas, and uh, I don't get paid till Friday. And he's like, oh, I got you, man. I'll, and he gave me 20 bucks, and there was my gas money that I said that it would be taken care of. And this happened earlier in the week, too. Uh, I kind of have, like, I like to drink energy drinks at work, and... I didn't really have any money for it, but I was like, you know what, like, it's fine, like, it's covered, and I was at work, and I found a paperclip on the ground, and all of a sudden, I just got this idea, like, hey, you've heard of people who just trade up from a paperclip to a house, why not try to do that right now, and I started trading this paperclip, and I traded the paperclip for a penny, I traded that penny for a nickel, I traded that nickel for five dollars, And then somebody saw what I was doing, and they're like, I want in on this. And they were like, hey, do you have a penny? And I was like, yeah, man, here you go. And he gave me a dollar, so I had $6, and I could buy my energy drinks. It was covered. I I didn't have to sweat and work for it. It was just covered Um, in just this weird way. You know, I can't possibly tell how these things are going to work out. I just know that they will. Um, so yeah, it's just super interesting. You know, I, I'm sticking to this, this mindset that everything is always working out for me miraculously. And I'm finding that the secret to this is definitely feeling and persistence. So when I say everything is, 
Like, here's the thing. I say that, and that's my new state of mind that I am inhabiting. That's the new me. The new version of myself that I am creating. And so I choose this new reality that I want to live in. And anything that opposes that idea, I immediately, I ignore it. And I go back to that state that I am cultivating. And so, you know, something something might go wrong, but I'm like, instead of getting pissed about it and getting down about it and getting overwhelmed by it, I just say everything is working out for me miraculously. And I feel how I would feel if that statement was a fact in my life right now. If what I said was true, that's it. And I notice that when I think this, my mind is just at more ease because there's no problem. There's nothing to take care of. It's already taken care of. The the, the universe or God or whatever you want to call it has it covered. And it's going in my direction that I'm choosing. And... So every time that there's an event that happens that contradicts my statement, and it's not a physical event, it's my reaction to things. It's how I am uh, expressing myself. It's the state that I'm occupying. If I fall out of that state that I'm creating, I immediately, I don't judge myself. I don't say, oh, why did I get, why did I get pissed like that? Why... Am I like this? I don't do any of that. I just go right back to my state that I'm creating, which is everything is working out for me miraculously. And I'm immediately relieved. I'm immediately calmed down. I'm immediately, you know, brought back to this sense of peace and calmness. And, you know, it's that persistence is what will make it externalize in your world you know a lot of people will will come to these teachings and they'll think oh i just have to think about uh having a million dollars one time and i'll be a millionaire which yes it could work like that but only if you remain in that state if you keep occupying that state so what i'm learning is that I am not the state. I am not the emotions and the thoughts that I'm having. I am the creator of those thoughts and feelings. They are coming out of me. They're coming out of me. I am creating them. They are my creation. They're not me, but they are what I have created. And so I'm not the feeling. I'm not the thought. I'm not, I'm, I am the the observer, and the creator. That's it. That's I, I just witness everything that I do. I, I'm the one that does the things. I'm not the things themselves. And so, there's an infinite amount of states of consciousness that you can occupy. At any given moment, you can feel... 
yourself to be a wealthy person. You can feel yourself to be a poor person. You could feel yourself to be loved or unloved. You can feel yourself to be known or unknown. Anything. If, if it's possible, there's a state of consciousness that matches whatever it is. You know, uh, a person who is a lumberjack, they're in the state of, they have a consciousness of being a lumberjack. And if they weren't conscious of being a lumberjack, they, it's impossible for them to be a lumberjack. They couldn't do it. It would be impossible because it's, it's not natural for them. It would, it would be completely random. So first, before being anything, you have to be conscious of being that thing. And this this is this is how life works. Your your state of consciousness is expressed in your world. So say somebody is conscious of being unloved all day every day. They think of how nobody loves them. They feel like nobody loves them. And they see it in their world. You know, they don't have anybody around them that's showing them love because they don't have it themselves. They are not conscious of being loved. And so they it would be completely unnatural for there to be love in his world because that's your world is always a reflection of you. The circumstances in your life reflect who and what you are in consciousness. Why? Because consciousness is the only reality. Think of it. Just think of it. If there was no consciousness, what reality would there be? There would be nothing. There would be absolutely no reality at all. Just think of it. If your consciousness just disappeared out of existence, would anything exist? Just think about it. Nothing would exist at all. Not even a, a being to be conscious of being nothing. There would be nothing at all. But even then, if you were conscious of being nothing, there would be nothing in your world. You would see that expressed. And, and just think of it, you know... When, when somebody dies or quote-unquote dies, when their consciousness leaves this body, that body can do nothing. It has absolutely no reality in itself. It can't do anything. There's no reality in it. Why? Because you are the reality of, of this life. You are the reality. In my life, I am the reality. And, you know, it's it, it's hard to explain in words, but, you know, this this whole life, I'm I'm really truly realizing that it is dreamlike in nature. You know, in a dream, everything in that dream means something. It has some kind of it's a symbol for something in you. It represents something to you. And in this life, in this this so this life that seems so real. This physical life that we have that seems so real. Just think of it. 
you add the meaning to literally every single thing you see in your world. You do. Nobody else does. You see a stop sign and you think that, you know, somebody, you know, it only means stop because somebody told you that that's what it means. And then you made that your meaning for it as well. You say, oh, this this octagon shape that's red that said that has these letters on it, which those letters don't mean anything either. They're symbols. They are symbols of something else. They mean something to you. And so you see this thing and immediately you recognize what it is based on what you say it is. So all the people in your life are symbols of something that exists within you. All the places you go are symbols of something that exists within you. Everything that exists in this world exists in you. And then it's externalized. So this whole life is literally a dream. Just think of it. When you have a dream, when you're in that dream, it seems so real. It's just like this. It's just like this world right here. It's so objectively real. And you think that all of these things that exist in this dream are external things. You literally believe that they are external things. But upon waking up, you realize that it was all taking place within you, in your mind. You created that entire world in your dream. You created all the people in there, and they played the parts that you assigned them to play. Based on who and what you think you are. So say, I had a dream last night. Uh, it's kind of blurry. Uh, but I was... I was running through this weird building and there were, I, I ended up in this little closet and there were like some, they, they were, they looked like monsters, but they were like props. They were, uh, like mannequins, like Halloween decorations. But to me, you know, those existed because I was in, I was running from something in, in this dream. I was running for some reason, uh, and so I was in fear, and my fear was externalized in that dream in the form of these, these monsters, and this whole scenario, this whole thing was a reflection of my state of mind in that dream, and if that's true in a dream, how can you possibly say it's not true in this life? Just think of it. You have an experience and at the moment that it's happening, it seems so objectively real. It seems so external from you. It seems like it is outside of you. But then you you move on through your day and you look back on that experience you had. And the only place that it exists is in you. And so at that point, you would say... It's a subjective reality because nobody else sees it. Just like a dream. Nobody else sees your dream but you. Well, who else sees your life but you? How can you say that this whole life is an objective reality when you can have an experience, move on from it, and then it's a subjective experience? 
I'm finding that what I find in myself, what I create in myself is externalized in my world. And you can do that in dreams too. If you know that you are dreaming in a dream, you can control the entire thing because you can take control of who and what you think you are in this dream. What you think you are doing, what you believe about yourself in this dream, it's externalized. Say you believe that you can fly in a dream. Well, then you start flying and your outside circumstances in that dream reflect that change that took place in you. And that's exactly what is happening in this world all the time. All the time. 24-7-365. This whole life is a manifestation of your mind. You are walking through your mind all day, every day. That's it, you know? You believe that you have this body, and you do. Until you, are, until you believe that you have died and passed on from this body, you will be in this body. You will. You know, you can't escape from it because you believe 100% that you are in this body. You might not believe that you are the body, but you believe that you are in this body. And so you are. You know, I've had times where I have out-of-body experiences. And I, at the time, you know, it's, it's like something happens. Like, you get this, like, for me, it always feels like I'm getting shot in the head with a laser gun. And at that point... I become aware of not being in my body anymore. I'm separated from my body. And my outside circumstances reflect that change that took place in my mind. And I'm looking at my body from outside of it. So this is what's happening 24-7 all the time. What you are finding in yourself and believing to be true. Believing that it is a fact in your life. It externalizes it itself. I can't tell you how. I can't tell you when. I can't tell you where. I can't tell you what that externalization will be. But it is externalized in your world. All the time. And I look back on my life and all of the failures that I've had was simply because I found failure in myself and I believed that that was true. I believed that that is what is going to happen. And I, I stayed faithful to those assumptions. I believed them 100% without a doubt that I would fail or that this would not go my way. And so who can I blame? What can I blame for the phenomena in my life I can't I can't blame anybody because I've done it all to myself and you do too everybody does and we say that oh it's this person they're making me mad no they're not you're making yourself mad and it's externalizing in your world and instead of acting when something happens here's the thing you know I was saying earlier that my new state of mind is everything is working out for me miraculously. And so my old state of mind, it was on autopilot, autopilot, autopilot. So whenever something appeared to not be going my way, I'd just immediately get pissed and react. 
I'd continue the process. I'd continue the cycle. The same thing that got me into that situation, I'd do it again. And later on, the same types of things would happen. Things that I did not like would happen. But now that I have this new state of mind, that everything is working out for me miraculously, instead of reacting to those circumstances, because here's the thing, those little circumstances that you know bother me or I don't like that much, I created them by assuming a state at an earlier point and feeling it to be true feeling that something you know screwed me over or that something didn't go my way i felt that to be true and so that externalized later on in my world and when i met that event i acted the same way that i did to bring that situation about so i reacted but now when something appears to not go my way Instead of reacting to it, I act. I act instead. I act out of this new state, this new version of myself. So when this situation comes up that, oh, it appears as if this is not going my way. Instead of assuming that it's not going my way. Instead of believing that I have been screwed over or whatever. I assume that everything is going my way and working out for me miraculously. No matter what it is, I assume that. I believe that. And you gather evidence for it because every time you act, you have an imaginal act like that in your mind, you're creating. It's created in that moment as soon as you have the act. And you believe it. And you believe that it's done. It externalizes itself in your world at some later point. You know, I can't tell you when. I can't tell you where. I can't tell you how. I can't tell you who or what. But that state that you you gave life to. So when that happens, I give life I give myself to that state of everything is going my way miraculously. I I fuse with it. I identify with it. And then I move on with my day. And then that, I created that, okay? I literally created that in that moment. And at some later point, I am going to bear witness of what I have done. Physically. It's literally like planting a seed. You know, if I reacted and I got pissed about that situation, I planted a seed of something that would piss me off. And then later on, that seed is going to grow. And most of us are not going to recognize that, oh, I got pissed earlier and now this is happening. You know, most of us aren't going to recognize that. We're just going to get pissed again. React. We're going to react. Just like we do all the time. And, you know, then you'll you'll never understand why the things that are happening in your life are happening. And, you know, I'm realizing that this is because the whole universe is consciousness. It's consciousness is the only 
real thing in the universe. Just think of it. Can you prove that anything you're looking at outside of you is any more than just a hallucination? The only thing that you can prove is real is your awareness. Your awareness of being. That's the only thing that you can even possibly prove is true. Why? Because you're experiencing being. You're experiencing being in existence. You you can't possibly prove that somebody else exists for real. You can't possibly prove that any of your external circumstances are real. Yeah, they, they appear to be real. They feel real. But where are you perceiving that? In consciousness. That's the only place that you can perceive anything. Is in consciousness. So consciousness is what gives everything reality. Without it, there would be absolutely nothing in existence. Just just think about it. You know, just... It sounds very far out there, but just think about it and you'll understand that it's it's true. It's real. It is a fact. It's not just speculation. It's not theory. It's legitimate, hardcore facts. And what I've gathered from this is that there's only one mind, and that is the mind of God. And all of us share that mind with God. We are God. We are God, and we became a person. We became a human. Why? Because God can't experience limitations. God can't experience, you know, in order to do that, he'd have to become, or it, or she, whatever you want to call it, or universe, or source, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter. Words don't matter. Whatever that that reality-giving substance is, it has no limits at all. Yes, you are limitless. I am limitless. Every single person person and living being in the universe is absolutely 100% limitless. You can do anything. You can be anything. You can have anything. You can do anything you want. But your refusal to believe that is true is what makes it impossible. So we are God, literally. We are God and we became a human being. That consciousness that's in us, that's God. And we became a human being. And we completely forgot who and what we were when we came into this human form. And we took on all the limitations of a human. We're in the world of death. We're in everything in this world comes into being. It does its thing and then it dies. It it goes out of existence or whatever. But not really. The life The life substance in you does not ever die. It's immortal. It can't die. Why? Because it's eternal. You know, the universe is eternal. And that universe is just the mind of God. This body, this whole life that you have, is a thought. A thought in the mind of God. This body that you inhabit it's a thought in the mind of God. And you, you are that God. You are that piece of God that is giving this body life. Just think of it. If you left this body, it would be dead. 
be cold and dead and hard and it could not move a finger on its own. Why? Because the imagination, the consciousness, the mind has left. So there's no life in it anymore. It can't do anything. But this mind is eternal. It's eternal. And you are God. I am God. Every single person in the world is God. But we don't know it. We don't know it. You know, I walk around now and I don't judge people anymore. I don't care what anybody's doing. Be why? Because I know that they are just God sleeping. It's a dream. And some people are having the most horrible nightmares. Some people are having the most blissful, sweet dreams. But, like I said... Once you realize when you're dreaming at night and you understand that you are in a dream, you can, you can control the dream. You can make it however you'd like it to be. And if I, I had this thing the other night. I woke up in the middle of the night and this happens pretty often. Like, uh, you know, I think it's the core of my being. Like, you know, that, that piece of God that's in me. You know, communicating with my surface mind, saying, you know, telling me, you know, these deep truths. And I woke up the other day and the only thing that I could like that was in my mind was if it's true on one level, it's true on all levels. So, you know, just think of it in a dream when you're when you understand you're in a dream. You know. You make it true in your mind and it's true in the whole thing. You say, I can fly. And the whole dream conforms to that idea, that belief that you have at that moment, that you can fly. You find yourself in the air, flying. Your body is in the air, flying. The ground is a hundred feet below you. The people are looking up like, wow, he's flying. Just think of it. If it's true on one level, it's true on all levels in your life. So, and, and this can go either way. You know, you can you can see it as if it's true physically, it's true in the mind. But also, if it's true in the mind, it's true physically. Just think about that. You know, an outside, it's the law of reversibility. It literally is. Just think of it. When something is happening externally, it's happening externally, but it's also happening in your mind. You're seeing you're seeing it in your mind. And when things happen in your mind and you believe them to be true, they happen in your world. I can't prove it to you. You have to find out for yourself. Just try it. You know, try to prove me wrong. You can't. Why? Because this is the the truth. It's the truth. I had this pretty funny, or not funny, but like, I had this moment the other day. Uh, I was hanging out with my friend D'Angelo, and, you know, for a second, I was just like, dude, I, me and this guy I'm sitting next to, and every other person in the world, we are so absolutely convinced that we are the characters that, that the world has told us we are. You know, the world says that I'm Dylan. They call me by Dylan. Everybody calls me by Dylan. 
And I'm so absolutely convinced that that's me. That I am that. But I'm not, you know, I am because I believe it. But in reality, I'm not. You know, I, before I even had a name, who was I? Who was I? And before the world gave me all these qualities, you know, before I could think for myself, I let everybody else do do the thinking for me. Tell me, oh, you should do this. You should be this. You should do that. You should uh, talk to this person and that person. Do this and that and that. And I believe them. And it, ha- it, it was true. It was the truth for me. And it wasn't very rewarding. But once I started thinking for myself... You know, I realized that, you know, the only reason all that that horrible, nasty stuff was true in my life was because I listened to the world instead of listening to myself. I didn't listen to myself. I would, you know, I'd ask myself, what do I want to do? And then I'd, you know, think of what I wanted to do. And I'd ask someone else, hey, do you think I should do this? They'd say, no, I wouldn't do it. And then I'd be upset. You know, it wasn't rewarding because I what if you're doing that, you're not being yourself. You're not living authentically. You know, I find that the the greatest thing you can ever possibly do is know who you are. Because once you start to really unravel who you are, you realize that you're God. You realize that you're God and The whole world can call me crazy. They can call me blasphemous, whatever. I have my proof. I don't need your approval. I don't need anybody else's two cents. I don't. Because, you know, if they knew who they were, they wouldn't tell me what to do. They wouldn't tell me what to believe. Why? Because they know that they're God and they know that whatever they believe is true. It's it's in Scripture. It's in the Bible. Whatever you desire, believe that you have received it and you will. Anything is possible to he who believes. That's that that's the only parts of scripture that you even really need to, you know, really understand to have a good life. Understand that your beliefs are creating all of the experiences in your life. All of them. Not just some here and there, the whole entire thing is your beliefs externalized. You know, why do you think that we have the confirmation bias, the placebo effect, Schrodinger's cat, the observer effect? All that is simply proof of this law of assumption. It's proof of what is said in scripture. It's scientific proof. And you know, I've realized as well, science is all created by the imagination as well. You know what happens when when there's a breakthrough in science? Somebody has a hunch. They're like, ah, oh, this, this has to be true, right? This has to be true. And they believe it. They believe it 100%. 100%. They don't doubt about it. They believe it and they go until they find proof of their claim every single piece of science is that way 
There's no external reality. It's all within us. You know, somebody believes like, oh, uh, the sun gives off these rays. I, I don't have any proof of that, but I believe it. And then they go about and act as though it's true. They act as though it's true. They, they start searching for it and they find it. Because they believe it. They believe it's true. You can't tell me I'm wrong. Because this is how literally everything comes into being. It comes out of consciousness. That's it. There's no external reality. There's no external thing creating anything. There's only one God and that God is consciousness. That's that, that sense of I am within you. That awareness of being. And I was I was playing I was playing around with this the other day too. Uh, I was listening to some music, and this music had a lot of like layers in it. There was a lot of different sounds going on, and I was playing around with this. And you know I was listening to this. You know you you listen to music and you hear you know a certain set of sounds and the words. I was focused mo- mainly on the words, and when I was aware of the words. And only the words, I would hear the words. I would hear some background noise too, but I didn't, it it wasn't clear. It wasn't in focus. And then I was like, wait, there's like background noise in this too. And I would become aware of the background sound. And then I'd become aware of a certain sound in the background. And it would come into, into play. It would, it would make itself known to me it would make itself clearer to me why because i became aware of it i became aware that it existed who knows if it really did who knows the only way that i know it existed is because i became aware of that sound and as i became increasingly aware of it it became clearer and clearer and louder and all the rest of the sounds eventually faded out and they weren't there they were there but I wasn't aware of them or completely aware of them so they were not as clear they weren't as loud they didn't have as much reality as the other sounds that I was hearing that's how this works that's how simple it is you become aware of the existence of something where within you You assume that something exists. You assume that something is true. And you believe it. And you become more and more and more aware of it. And as you become more aware of it, it makes itself more evident in your life. Try it. Just try it. Don't sit here and be like, oh, he's wrong. You know, if if that's what you think, get away. Leave. I don't care. You don't have to listen. Go ahead and live your life with all the problems that you have. It doesn't matter to me. I'm telling you what I have experienced. What I have learned for myself. Through the power of my mind. Through awareness. That's all it takes is awareness. Nothing else. You don't need to have some crazy background to be a millionaire. You don't need to know the right people to have a good life. You don't need anything outside of yourself to have the life that you want. That's an illusion. It's all an illusion. This whole thing. It's an illusion created by you, for you, and only by you. There's no external influence in your life at all. 
That's a fallacy. To believe that is giving up all of the power that you have. You believe in another God. There's only one God. And that God is I am. God's name is I am. It says it a billion, quadrillion times in scripture. You know that, that book right there? It's not about some outside thing. It's not about God. It's about you. You know, it is about God, but it's about you. You are God. It's talking directly to you. And if that's not apparently obvious when it says God's name is I am, who do you, what do you say every single day? Every single day, at least once, you say I am. I am this. I am that. I am Dylan. I am Jacob. I am Carl. Before you can be anything, you have to be aware of being. You have to be conscious of being. Before you can be conscious of being anything. Before Abraham was I am. Before this Abraham dude existed, he had to be aware of being first. You could not possibly be, be aware of being, you know, in my case, I say I am Dylan. I am Dylan. Before I even say Dylan, I say I am. I am aware of being Dylan. And so I am. But before anybody ever says their name, you know, for the most part, you know, there's some cases where people say like, oh, someone's like, oh, what's your name? Dylan. But most of the time they'll say, oh, I am so-and-so. Every single person in the universe says I am. You know, maybe not on some other planet or in some other country where they speak a different language, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I am is God. And the I am in me, that sense of awareness in me, is the same sense of awareness in you. We're the same exact being in a different form. Because God is, um, what is it, omniscient, omnipresent, and uh, omnipotent, and uh, I don't, one of those words or a different word means like able to take on any form. So we're all God. My face is just one of the many faces that God wears. One of the many masks that God wears. Your face is a, a mask of God. You know, what do you really think that that being inside of you is? Do you really think that it's something created physically by the brain? Something non-physical comes out of something physical? I'd say it's the opposite. The physical comes out of the non-physical. Just think of it. Everything in the world is drove by unseen forces. My car, my, my van... Yeah, there's a motor that moves around, but what's moving that motor? You might say it's the gasoline. Well, no, it's not. The gasoline combusts. Okay, well then, what is making that combust? You know, it's all unseen forces. God is invisible. In, in this world, at least. You know, I, I believe that when you take off this body, when you take off this this limiting outfit that we're wearing 
you'll see God. But even then, you know, any form, any form taken in the universe, it's held together by something unseen. And without that unseen thing, everything would be dust. It would just be a pile of dust. The finest dust, like it would be so fine that you couldn't even, you couldn't even see it. Because it, there'd be nothing holding it together at all. Spirit, or mind, or consciousness, or God, whatever you want to call it, is what holds everything together and gives everything form and reality. Just think of it, when you die, when someone dies, and they leave that body, the body cannot move. It cannot do anything at all. It just sits there. And then it breaks down. Why? Because the bonding agent, the thing that united all of those little pieces as one thing, it left. It left. And so there's no reality of that body left. But, you know, I look at it as, you know, when when someone dies, they're not dead. They're not dead. Nothing in this universe can die. Nobody actually dies. We take off this body, but this body is not you. It's what you use to navigate through this physical existence. It's not you. You're not the brain. You're nothing you're nothing physical at all. You are a completely non-physical spiritual being. Taking on a physical form. To be limited. Why? So we can experience limitations and overcome them. And transcend our limitations. So that the whole, the one true God, the one I am, can be even more powerful. Even more, you know, we're exercising the creative power of God 24-7. Through our imagination. Through our consciousness. What is filling your mind is filling your world. What you allow in your mind, you allow in your world. That's it. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Now, the question is, will you believe it? You know, I could sit here and talk about it all day and all night. And tell you about all of these these quote-unquote coincidences that I have. But you won't know what I'm talking about until you try what I'm saying. All it takes is simply take what you want. Assume that you have it. Just act like you have it. Feel as the, as you would feel if what you wanted in your life was a present fact in your life. Right now. You could do it right now. Like I did with the spaghetti, dude. I just smelled spaghetti. I actually smelled it in that moment. And then I ate it a couple of days later. Try it. Just do just don't don't give up on it. Just keep trying it. Keep trying to prove it to yourself. Because I know I got you curious if you're listening to this. And if you're listening to this, you're listening to it for a reason. Because it's your time to understand the truth of life. You're ready for it. If you're listening to this, you're ready for it. You've been chosen to do this. By that innermost being, that God within you says it's time. It's time for you to learn what's actually going on here. 
I don't care who calls me crazy. They haven't tried it. So it doesn't matter what they say because what they're saying is simply they're spitting out their beliefs. Don't matter to me. You can believe whatever you want just like I can. Don't get on me about what I believe. I don't tell you that your God is false. You know, if you're listening to this, I will. But I'm not going to go up to people who are at church and be like, oh, you guys are all studying the wrong stuff and uh, blah, 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 blah. It's not my business. I don't care. They can go about and do whatever they want. It doesn't matter because I'm doing what I want. And that's exactly how the world should be. If I want to do something, I do it. It shouldn't bother anyone else unless what I'm doing is bothering someone else. What you're doing should not bother me unless it's interfering with my way of life. Unless you're all up in my space, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you believe. I don't care who, what God you pray to. It does not matter to me because I know, I know the truth. I know the truth and it, you know, it's unbreakable. It's, truth cannot be untrue. It's always true, no matter what. So, you know, to those people that pray to an external God, yeah, they live in a world where there's, there's an external God. And that's why they never, ever, ever have their prayers answered. They never, ever, ever have things go their way because they are relying on something that does not exist. But to them, they believe it exists. But they believe in something that can't exist because there's only one God. And that God is in all of us, in all things. It is everything. The only thing that exists is God. And if we exist, we're God. I don't know. Um, I got to get this episode cut off, though. Um, but I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I did. Uh, just as I as I study this stuff, like, uh, like, just so much more opens up to me all the time. And it's just, ugh. Best thing ever. Like, I wouldn't trade this for all the money in the world because I could just create my own money. It don't matter. Uh, but I really hope you guys enjoyed this. And uh, I got the Reddit page up, r slash Conscious Creation Club. I got Facebook, Dylan Denio. You can hit me up there if you got questions or comments or whatever. Um, Instagram too is just Dylan Denio. I got that. Uh, if you just want to see what goes on in my life, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, until next time, I hope you have a good time and peace.